everyone. Welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. This is where we talk about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior to a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I share my self-discovery journey and what I've learned along the way and what I'm currently discovering as I continue evolving on this journey. My hope is that as we become more conscious of how we show up for ourselves, our children, and others, that we'll discover the beauty that lies within us all. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Hey everyone, welcome. So glad to be here with you having these conversations and so grateful for you uh, joining me. Um, I can't tell you how how grateful I am uh, that you are joining me each week for to have these conversations. So before we delve into today's episode, just a reminder that the Empowered Discipline Masterclass is coming up July 29th. This masterclass is about implementing consequences without guilt. And my partners over at Triple Impact are hosting this class. So you can hop on over to their website to get signed up at tripleimpact.co slash masterclass. That's tripleimpact.co co slash masterclass and I will put the link in the show notes. All right, so let's delve into today's topic, which is teaching the value of respect. I often get the question, how do I teach my child, how do we teach our children respect? And so we're going to talk about that, um, but I also want to start off talking about how we attach our worthiness to things or situations. And the reason I want to do that is because the skill that we need in teaching respect is assertiveness. And before we can talk about the skill of assertiveness, we really need to understand uh, what gets in the way of uh, using the skill of assertiveness. And how we see ourselves affects our ability to be assertive. And assertiveness is also the skill that's necessary for healthy boundaries. So let's talk about some of the things that get in the way. And and you might be thinking, well, worthiness, I'm worthy. I know I'm worthy because you know, we always hear your, you know, we and we are. We're all worthy because we are here. We have been put on this universe. We have been put on this planet for a purpose and we are all worthy. However, These are some things that get in the way. People-pleasing. If you are a people-pleaser, you are not valuing yourself. You are valuing the opinion of others of you over your own opinion of yourself. 
So us people pleasers, and I, full transparency, I am a full-fledged people pleaser, and I am working on that. I work on it all the time. Uh, the, the biggest thing is that being aware of it. Um, but we get our value from pleasing others. Uh, we avoid any kind of upset or conflict by trying to do everything right and um, and making everybody else happy so there won't be any upset. And we, I think we take on the belief that if people are upset, then we did something wrong. And in my case, the belief that I did something wrong means I am wrong, like my being is wrong. So I learned to people please as a coping skill to emotional safety, to being liked, to being accepted, to feel like I belonged. Um, Another barrier to assertiveness is approval seeking, which is tied right to people pleasing, right? If you're pleasing people, then they approve of you. Um, And, you know, we learn these coping skills early in childhood when we are seeking the approval of the adults in our life um, and are expected to act in certain ways so the adults in our life are happy. So we learn to people please. We learn to seek approval outside of ourselves rather than approving of ourselves. And so we often tie our worthiness to these outside things. Um, and for me, I realized not so long ago how much I attached my worth to my profession. And actually, I, I think I came to that realization quite a few years ago. However, just recently, I again really got it a little, in a deeper way that um, I was attaching my worth to, to my job. And having to, you know, be the best at it. Because if I wasn't the best, then I wasn't enough. And so, you know, we get into all this comparing and competing too, which we again learn early on in in childhood. You know, we often, either at home or at school, um, in our institutions here, uh, comments of comparison. Oh, look how good Susie's sitting, or look how good so and so listens. Um, whoever is the quietest, the you know whatever, the best at whatever, gets to go first. And we learn to compare and compete and try to be good enough. And what I've learned with trying to be good enough really means trying to be better than uh, because we have it's either you're less than or you're better at than and so there's always this striving to be better than which is different than healthy striving healthy striving is about um learning and growing and uh and being my best self but trying to be good enough um or the best is really striving um, again for approval. And it's also tied to perfectionism and, you know, always trying to 
do the right thing um, when we are really afraid to be wrong um, or do something wrong or say the wrong thing um, or, you know, I have to look perfect, act perfect, sound perfect. So, you know, I won't look stupid or, you know, always have to be right. That That is about perfectionism and the need for approval. And those get in the way of assertiveness. Um, and it's really a lack of self-worth, whether we think about it that way or not. If, if you know, we're, we're people pleasers or seeking approval or um, having these perfectionism tendencies, um, that is lack of self-worth and it's a lack of confidence. And assertiveness is the voice of confidence. We know what we want, we know we have the right to it, and we're able to voice our desires, our needs, our wants in a way that doesn't diminish someone else. And it is the means in which we teach respect, but we need to have self-respect before we can teach our children to have respect. And when we have self-respect, we naturally respect others. And so we become the model of respect by first respecting ourselves enough to know what we want and be able to have that be known in a way that honors um, others as well. So another thing that gets in the way is this fear of what other people may think. You know, what are people going to think? Um, I know for me, that was a, that has been a huge, huge barrier in my life. Um, and it really keeps us small. And um, again, we don't honor what we think. Um, and so what happens then is that <clears throat> we're not able to communicate our needs and wants and what are my, this is my boundary in a way that is respectful because often we don't give voice to our boundaries. We, we often don't really have any personal boundaries. And again, this isn't a podcast necessarily about boundaries, but it is the way we teach respect. If, if we are able to set boundaries, then that shows self-respect for us without having to diminish somebody else to get our needs met Um, because that's not respectful and that's not modeling respect. So the skill that we need to respectfully set boundaries is assertiveness and um, being concerned about how others are going to respond when I set a boundary is problematic because we cannot set a boundary and take care of other people's feelings at the same time. If we're concerned about how other people are going to feel about, you know, letting them know what our boundary is, what our needs and wants are, then we will not set the boundary. And in that way, we are 
disrespecting our own boundaries. We are allowing um, our boundaries to be crossed. Really, we're crossing our own boundary. And that creates anger and resentment. And eventually, we you know, lose it and um, get our needs met by yelling or somehow, you know, putting the other person at fault or, or blaming them. And that is teaching the opposite of respect. And we kind of accidentally teach, do whatever it is you need to do to get your way. Um, even though, of course, that is not what it is that we are meaning or wanting uh to teach our children. Um, But that's why self-awareness is so important and so key to creating the change we want to see in our children is really becoming aware of making sure what it is we are modeling. And that can be um, difficult and uncomfortable uh, to look at ourselves. And because then we tend to turn the blame then from them to us. And then we start self-blaming, which is no more helpful than blaming others. Uh, Blame feels threatening and is not helpful in creating uh, healthy relationships um, or teaching respect. So in learning how to get our needs met without diminishing others is the way to teach respect to our children. And in order to do that, we need the skill of assertiveness. And in order to have the skill of assertiveness, we need to nurture our own self, um, our own beliefs about ourselves. become aware of what are the beliefs I have about myself and um, nurture our own worthiness and sense of sense of self, because we weren't necessarily taught to honor ourselves. We really were conditioned to honor the other and be selfless, uh, but that is not healthy, and it's not again helpful in nurturing healthy relationships or teaching our children respect. It all starts with us. It all starts with a healthy sense of self and a healthy self-respect. So just notice. Notice when those people-pleasing tendencies come up or the approval-seeking tendencies or the perfectionism tendencies or the worry about, oh, what are other people going to think? And When those come up, you know, just notice them. And what you can eventually do is start turning that around to what do I think? What what are my needs? What are my wants? Because a lot of times we don't even know what our wants and needs are because we're so used to, you know, doing whatever it is that other people need. Um, So, yeah, be compassionate with yourself and... um, Nurture yourself so you can nurture others. Respect yourself so you can teach the value of respect to your children and in your family and in the world. So, all right, everybody, have a fantastic week. And remember to go get signed up for the 
Implementing Consequences Without Guilt Masterclass. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm so very grateful for all of you who are showing up here with me because I believe subtle shifts create big impact. How we show up in our life, in our relationships, or our parenting impact our life, our children's lives, and the world. If you're ready to brave the wilderness of your beautiful soul, live life from the inside out, and create the life you want to live, head over to my website at diansorensen.net and get on my calendar to see if the Beauty and Behavior family is the right fit for you. I got you, and we'll talk again soon.